Hi love and welcome to Lovely with Lana. I'm Lana, your podcast host, here to talk about all things Pilates, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and of course, it has to be pink. Well, not all the time, but most of the time at least. I hope that you absolutely love this episode and let's get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new, an extra special welcome to you, whether you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify or Apple, or just randomly somehow found me, I'm happy to hear you're in the right place at the right time. And today we have a very special guest on. We have Sarah, and we're going to talk all about how to stop comparing yourself to others. So Sarah, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone listening. My name is Sarah Baird, and I'm 25. I actually just turned 25 in November. I'm from Arizona, and I actually do full-time content creation, and you guys can find me on YouTube at Sarah Baird. I mainly post YouTube videos, but I also post on Instagram at Sarah K. Baird and TikTok at Sarah's Fairy Tale, and I started social media because I just wanted to help girls and women feel less alone and to know that it's more than okay to embrace your true self and your true sense of style and I just want everyone to feel less alone when they watch me I love that and when I watch your Instagram and your TikTok and your YouTube I do feel less alone um you give off Gabby DiMartino vibes so that's why I'm like I love watching your videos and um all of your like girly content why don't you set the mood kind of like, you know, what mood are you in today? What did you do this morning? What are you doing later? Yeah, so I made myself a nice smoothie with like fruits and veggies this morning. And then I got ready for this amazing podcast that I'm so grateful to be on and did my hair and my makeup, put on a comfy outfit. And I put like some lemon essential oil in my diffuser. So I'm like, bright and happy this morning um and then later today I'm gonna probably answer some emails for my social media work and then wrap some last minute gifts how are you feeling today I slept in for the first time ever finally because I don't have to worry about you know going to school right now um and yeah I was cleaning my room wrapping presents doing all the things that I procrastinated on because I was studying for so long um, so it's, it's really nice to have an, like the ability to take a break. Anyway, why don't you give me your high and your low of the week? So let's start off on the low and then end with the high. So a low that I had last week was I had my period and usually around that time I'm like super emotional and this time I actually finally let out my emotions that I was feeling. I feel like that's so important because I feel like in the past, I've definitely suppressed them and ignored them, but this time I actually let everything out. So I feel so much better this week. And I think that's why is just because I let everything out. Um, And a high would definitely have to be uh, filming this podcast because it couldn't have came at a better time because this whole year I was struggling with comparing myself to people And if you asked me to do this podcast like a few months ago, I probably wouldn't have been in the best mind state. 
Um, so it just came at the most perfect time because I think the over underlying factor of this whole year was just me comparing myself to other people. So I feel like this conversation is just so needed. Yes, exactly. I think it's comparing ourselves and we'll get into this. It's common. And I think social media makes it worse. Um, so I think talking about it and being aware that you aren't the only one comparing yourself to others is really, really important. Now let's get into the main part of the episode. So Sarah, why don't you tell me the first time you remembered or you like noticed that you were comparing yourself to other people? So I was actually thinking about this and I realized that I feel like we, I guess for me, for to start off with, just for me, um, I think I haven't really compared myself to people when I was like super young. I just feel like ever you view everyone as kind of equal to you because you don't you don't care about like materialistic things or anything like that. But as I grew older, I would say like the first time that I started comparing myself to people was probably in middle school. And I feel like at that age, it's just so impressionable because you're just looking at everyone else and you're never really looking at yourself and like like you're kind of just worried about what other people think of you and and like it, you kind of get in your head. And so I think that's like the very first time that I remember comparing myself to someone else. Yeah, I remember starting to compare myself to others in middle school, um, fifth, sixth grade. I would, you know, things started to be trendy. So I would always want the trendy clothing yeah. and, you know, say the trendy things. And I always kind of felt out of place, um, maybe because I didn't like the trendy things or I didn't really care what was trending I kind of liked my pink sparkles and unfortunately that was deemed like uncool so I kind of stopped wearing pink and sparkles for a very long time I haven't really always been in this girly aesthetic niche until more recently um and I think that's just because I was always comparing myself to other people like what are other people wearing and how can I fit in kind of thing. And I never really branched out of that until I got into college and I kind of just found my true self. Yeah. I feel like around college, I realized nobody really cares. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want yeah. and I'm going to wear what I Everyone's want. Like worried about themselves. Everyone's in their own lane. Everyone's doing their own thing. And, you know, no one really cares about what you're doing or wearing. I think we're all like grown up at that point. Most people. <laughs> most people <laughs> not everyone but most people so I think also as like a content creator and we both create content we tend to compare ourselves and our content to what we see out there um so how has being like a content creator maybe made your comparison worse or better well it's it's crazy because I have always wanted to do social media and I never thought in my mind that I would have a negative experience doing social media because it's always a job and a career that I've always wanted to do. But ever since doing this career, I've just gotten in a rut of kind of just like the comparison game. And because numbers are like the number one thing you compare yourself to, you're kind of always wondering like, am I doing as good as that person or you know do I have what they have as far as like their outfits and like the money that they have and the success they have and the opportunities that they're getting and so I think it just has gotten worse with social media and doing social media it just gotten worse 
Yeah, I can definitely relate to you because sometimes you see a content creator and they're really taking off and maybe it's their first month or year of doing content on Instagram, let's say, and you've been doing it for way more than a year, but you're still not growing as fast as they are. And then you feel like, you know, maybe the effort and the hours you're putting into filming and editing and posting don't matter. Um, but I think that they do. And it is really hard because um, I create a podcast. Like I look at numbers too. Um, I have an Instagram. I'm looking at numbers. And am I growing exponentially like some of the people that I see? No. But at the same time, maybe the slow growth will kind of help me like long term because maybe then I'm just I like I know the work that will go behind all of the, you know, the community that you're building and all of the posts that you're doing. Yeah, exactly. And everyone is on their own path. So just because someone else in your niche blows up and you're still like, you seem stagnant, but in reality, you're not because the person that blew up, like they probably are not ready for that. You know, at least if you start small and you're exponentially growing, you can get ready for, you know, all the opportunities that will come to you slowly, but whereas someone that's blowing up, they're probably not ready for that level of success. They don't have the foundation to basically build a strong, you know, successful career, a longevity career. Yeah, I think even looking at, and they're not really in our niche, but like Alex Earl, you know, she blew yeah. up within, I don't even know, I'm not really big on TikTok, but she blew up quick and I know that. But now I feel like people aren't really talking about her anymore. And so sometimes I question like, was it like a quick fame? Like, oh, like in 2023, like she was the it girl, but now there's going to be someone new and she might lose like certain things. Now, I don't want that for her, of course, but that is like a possibility working in an industry where it is like always like new trends, new people, new influencers, etc. Yeah, for sure. For me personally, I would rather have like just the steady growth and you can build a really amazing community that way, whereas someone who blew up, they don't have that community. It's kind of just like numbers that you're seeing and not actual people behind those numbers. Yeah. And sometimes I look at comments of people that are very famous and it's like, it's a lot of guys that are creepy, like especially when it comes to female content creators. And for me, I like to see the girlies like comment on it. Oh, yeah. I like to see the girlies relate and not like some creepy guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like whenever a guy follows me, instant block. It's not helping my analytics here. <laughs> now that we kind of talked about comparison, both in our past and like throughout social media and how we compare ourselves sometimes to others, I know that there are quite a few things that can help kind of not decrease the amount of comparison you might be doing, but help you build a foundation within yourself where you don't find the need to constantly compare yourself to someone, whether that is, you know, your grades, your body, the money you have, the opportunities, your career, etc. So I think the first thing is to talk about kind of the feelings that comparison brings up. I think both of us kind of talked about how we felt jealous or we felt like we weren't enough we weren't doing enough so what do you kind of like to do when you notice yourself comparing like do you notice some feelings that come up um, and kind of how do you work through those emotions yeah so I mean the first thing that I do is just kind of recognize the feelings that I have towards a specific person and now that I can identify who is 
like who is causing those, you know, negative emotions towards myself. Like I kind of just, you know, distance myself from that person. And that, I mean, you can do this in multiple ways, especially with social media, it's easier because you can just mute the person. Um, but it's definitely like an internal thing that you have to personally work through. It's not the other person's fault. So I would say, you know, journaling about it is really helpful. Just identifying, you know, why are you having these feelings and how can you turn these feelings into something more positive? Yeah, I, I love how you mentioned that it's not the other person's fault. Because um, sometimes yeah. I feel like people are like, you know, they're so successful. They got, I don't know, the internship that I wanted. But at the end of the day, like being jealous of them isn't bringing you any value into your life. And so it's important to know, okay, it's I should be happy for them. They are being successful and my time will come. But being rude to them or being jealous or like, you know, that's just not the way to go about it because it's definitely like an internal thing like you talked about. And it's something that you have to work through yourself. It's never the other person's fault. Even if they're flaunting it in your face, it's still your choice to whatever reaction you're having. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, something that I've learned is like, you can turn this into a positive thing. And instead of steering away from that person, why don't you get to know them, get to see see how they got to where they are you know, learn from their process and learn from their success and kind of let them be your mentor possibly. And, you know, instead of having those negative feelings, you can have positive feelings about that person and get close with them. And maybe they can teach you a thing or two about how they got to where they were. Yeah, that's really important. And a lot of times when you see someone further ahead than you, they would be like the perfect mentor because they were once in your spot, you know, maybe once they were struggling with their or they're not growing on social media or something and they're struggling with that, talking to them and seeing like, what did you do? Most of the time, especially if they started from the bottom, just like everybody else, they're way more willing to help you and give you some pointers and tell you some insider information that like Google won't necessarily give you. Yeah, for sure. And it's important to note that everyone starts from zero. That person that's more successful than you literally started where you are. So it's, you know, you just got to keep that in mind. And that definitely helps me stop comparing myself to other people. I think another thing that could help comparison, and I mean, it helps me a lot is knowing that on social media and even in like the real world, you're not seeing the full picture, right? You are seeing a highlight reel. You're seeing someone on social media. Maybe it's like they're not bloated. They have makeup on. They have a good outfit on. They look like they have their life together, but behind closed doors, they might really not be okay or they might be really struggling with something. And same with in the real world, like I always look put together and people always like say like, oh, you look so put together, but sometimes they don't know that on the inside, maybe I'm struggling or I'm really anxious that day. So kind of do you look at other people and understand whether it's on social media or real life that like you're never seeing their full picture when it comes to, you know, what you're comparing yourself to? Yeah, I mean, it is kind of hard to always think about that because when you are comparing yourself to someone else, it's kind of at the forefront of your mind to just envy that person and not take an account of any possibility that, you know, they could be struggling as well. But I mean, I try to keep that in mind. And I've learned along the way that 
it's not all rainbows and butterflies and not everyone has their life together. And yeah, I just, I just feel like we just got to be more kind to each other. And instead of envy each other, we just got to take into account of, you know, what if that person's struggling, ask them how they are. They may seem put together, but nine times out of 10, the person that seems put together is actually struggling. Yeah, that's important. And I think it's also important to be really open. Um, a lot of people at school or on social media, they, they know I'm a open book, I will tell you anything, I will talk about anything. And so sometimes when people say, Oh, you're so put together, you know, or like, how'd you get this A on this exam? And you come and you look fantastic. It's like, well, I stayed up all night. I didn't sleep. And that's not healthy. And that's the truth. That's the reality. Because sometimes people think, oh, she gets up at this time and she works out and she gets good grades and everything. But sometimes like life isn't like that, even though on social media, it might be like that. Or I might have a day or two that are like perfect. And I will tell you about that. But it's not every single day is perfect like that. I'll still go through my rough patches and I'm a very open person. And I'll tell you, you know, like, oh, no, like yesterday I was having a mental breakdown in the car. You know, I'm really open like that. Yeah, I, I feel like it's so important to be open with that because it makes people feel less alone. And I think it helps people to stop the comparison game because, you know, you're sharing your struggles with other people and everyone struggles, you know, maybe not every single day, but there's always, you know, obstacles within your day that you struggle with. And I think it's so important to talk about that, especially with your close inner circle of friends and family, because those people are the ones that help you the most through life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important, even on social media, I love when a reel or something comes up and it's someone showing that like, they're a fitness influencer, but their body isn't perfect. Or like the behind the scenes of filming their morning routine and how awkward it really is. Because when you film it and like you edit it and you make it look perfect, everyone just assumes that it's perfect. But when you see the behind the scenes, it's absolutely hilarious. Um, maybe that's just because I'm a content creator and like, I'm like, oh yeah, like you set up the tripod and you go back into bed and then you like re-record yourself. It's It's a whole thing. Yeah, I love those videos too. And I mean, as a content creator myself, I do, and in the niche that I'm in, I do find myself trying to seem perfect all the time. So I think it's all about balance. And that's a, that's what I'm doing for this new year in 2024 is just finding that balance of like making my audience feel less alone with the things that I share because I don't want everything I share to seem perfect because it's not, it's not a movie. It's real life. And I want people to feel like they're less alone and like they kind of have a friend in someone or a sister. I love that. So I also want to kind of go back to how you mentioned that it's um, a you problem when it comes to comparison and it's not a them problem because I'll find myself being a little meaner to the people that I might be jealous or envious of. And it's very subconscious. Like I don't want to be a mean person, but maybe I'm just like, not as talkative, not as smiley. And oftentimes that person will catch on. And so how do you kind of do the inner working in yourself to stop comparing yourself to like a person in person or on social media? I think it's easier when it comes to social media, because like I said before, you can just mute the person and you don't have to see their face in your feed anymore. Um, but like if you're seeing them on a day-to-day -day basis, 
I would definitely try your very best to do the inner work where, where like you journal about your feelings. Why are you feeling this way? And kind of break down those feelings in your writing and see how you can turn that into a more positive experience. So like I said before, you know, maybe be friends with that person you're, you know, have that comparison to and learn from that person to be best friends with them, but just learn to see how they are successful and see how you can implement those routines into your daily life. And I feel like, you know, as long as you're working on bettering yourself, I feel like the comparison kind of lingers away because you're working on yourself and you're kind of staying in your own lane and like doing the inner work. It's not a necessarily a bad thing if you find yourself comparing a little bit to your friends. Um, maybe, I don't know, you stayed up watching Netflix and they stayed up studying and then you wonder why you didn't get as good of a grade or, you know, they're really working on saving money and p- purchasing something that they want, but you're kind of like going to Starbucks every day. Sometimes comparing yourself a little bit can help you kind of see, oh, maybe like maybe I should study or maybe I should try and save more money and be a little bit more frugal and it can help push you to become a better version of yourself. But at the same time, you don't want it to become toxic where you're constantly feeling like you're less than. Um, so I find that like you need a good friend group that challenges you and there's a tiny bit of comparison, a tiny bit of competition, making sure everyone's bettering themselves. But at the same time, if you notice it going to extremes and maybe you need to like go into yourself and figure out, okay, what do I need to do to feel more at peace with myself and who I am as a person? Yeah, for sure. I agree with you. And I think that, you know, having a little bit of a healthy comparison is actually really good because like you were saying, it kind of pushes you to be a better person. And, you know, I I love having that kind of like friend group that and surrounding yourself with people that you can learn from and better each other and kind of like push each other to better yourself. And I think it's important to surround yourself with people like that because, you know, if you just stay stagnant in your life, I feel like you won't reach the goals that you want to achieve and that you deserve to achieve. Exactly. And sometimes if I find myself competing too often with other people, I kind of have to revert that and start to compete with myself um, because it's always you versus you. It's never like you versus another person, even though it might feel like that maybe in school or maybe even in your family or you at work, it's always you versus another person. But if you focus on competing with yourself, getting 1% better with like what you do, your habits, your routines, who you want to be, I find that that's so much more helpful than trying to compete with another person. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's something that I've learned this year in particular is to just kind of stay in my own lane and compete with only myself and only focus on what I'm doing and not worrying about other people's successes. I mean, I will always be that person that will congratulate that person if they have a successful thing happen to them, but I won't let it consume me because it has nothing to do with me. You know, you should always be happy for people that are doing really well in life. And I feel like if you do have that negative thought or comparison, it's definitely a you thing. And I think you should only 
you know, compare yourself to your, to yourself. You should always, you know, strive to get better and your past self will definitely thank you for that. Yeah. Being happy for other people, even if they get, you know, the job that you've always wanted or the achievements you've always wanted or the habits and they have the perfect, seems like they have the perfect life. Sometimes being happy for them is almost freeing because if you're constantly like upset that like, I don't have this job or I don't have that perfect family, for example, if you're always comparing yourself and being really like, just like not happy for them, that will show through. And so it will be so much better if you're just kind and happy for them, but at the same time, working on yourself and making sure that you are taking the steps to become the best version of you and not like another version of them. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I realized, especially this year that, you know, if, if you just stay in your own lane and you congratulate the people that are well, good things will come to you that you never expected to come. They'll just, good things will just ha- start happening to you. Yep. Whatever is yours will come to you. I always say I don't chase, I attract. Yes, exactly. And I think the final thing that we can kind of wrap up on is how to always like build yourself up and know what you are good at rather than constantly focusing on your faults. Because I find that when I compare myself to others, it's always something that I'm not enough in. I'm not studying enough. I'm not growing enough. I'm not successful enough. I'm not, I don't have the right clothing. And I think it's important to know what you already have and what you're already strong in, whether that's like, I already have a really good style or I'm really kind or I'm really hardworking. So kind of what are the ways that you find your strengths and find what you are already good in to kind of build up your confidence so you already know who you are and you don't find the need to constantly compare yourself to others? It's definitely been a long road to get to where I am. And I feel like just, you know, finding your your true self and finding, you know, what really like lights your soul on fire is definitely important in finding that. And also, I think just writing down what you're grateful for every single day kind of goes inside with that because you know, you're kind of pointing out the good things that you are good at and that you have in your life. And you can kind of lean into that. So I mean, for me with like, specifically finding like, my dream career and stuff like that, I kind of just paid attention to like, what is it that I want to achieve in life? And I kind of ruled out all of the other people's opinions about me, and kind of just steered clear from that and and just stayed in my own lane of like what is going to make me happy and at the end of the day it's really all about what makes you happy and not about like the opinions of other people yeah yeah and I think knowing you know knowing that you can never be like the smartest person you will never be the richest or well you could if you really tried but it would be hard the prettiest person or the most successful or the happiest And so if you kind of understand that, like, you don't need to be the prettiest, you just need to be the prettiest version of yourself. That's both internal, external, you know, you don't need to be the smartest person in the world, you could just be the smartest version of you, right. And so knowing that I feel like gives me a lot of peace. So when I'm like comparing myself on social media, I always say like, well, you know, I don't need to be better than them. The life, my life is not about being better than them. It's about being the best version of me. 
And maybe I'm really hardworking and they struggle with getting out of bed, right? Everyone has strengths and weaknesses. And I think knowing your strengths is important and you can work on your weaknesses, but your weaknesses shouldn't be constantly holding you back or being a stumbling block for you to constantly compare yourself to other people and find ways that you're not good enough. Yeah, for sure. And also like if you're having trouble finding out like what your strengths are, just pay attention to the way that people compliment you because those are nine times out of 10, your strengths. If people compliment like, oh, I love your style. That's definitely a strength that you have. And, you know, just focus on the good things that you as a person do and have. And the people that compliment you in your personal life definitely will help guide you with, you know, your passion and your style and your career and all of that stuff. If you're, you know, stuck or or anything like that. All right, Sarah. Well, let's kind of wrap up this episode and talk about one thing that you would say for a girl or like, what would you say to your past self that was struggling with constantly comparing herself to others? So I would say to a girl that, you know, struggles with comparing yourself to others, I would say, do what you need to do to help yourself feel better. So looking inward is always a good idea because like we said before, it's a you problem and not a them problem. So just try to focus on yourself and see how you can better yourself. And, you know, looking inward, journaling, um, and then even, you know, reaching out to that person you compare yourself to and see how, you know, just by learning from them, see how they got to where they got to. And that's what I would say. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on to this podcast episode. I loved having you on and I bet everyone listening loved to gain some knowledge about maybe what you have experienced throughout your life with comparing yourself to others and how to kind of get over that because that is something that a ton of girls and guys struggle with, but not a lot of people want to talk about. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. It means so much to me and I'm just so grateful that we had this conversation because it's just so important. Awesome. Well, I'll see everyone next week. Bye-bye.